0: It's time for the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. Grab your coffee, your Bible, a pen, and your journal. It's time to be encouraged. And now here are your hosts, Terry and Melissa.
1: Good morning. Good
0: morning. How's
1: everybody doing? How are you?
0: I'm good. How are you?
1: I'm really good. It's Saturday morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. It is Saturday morning, and this is episode number 107.
0: And if you're tired of the same, same old, same old, then you've been looking for a place where you can be encouraged and loved, then this is the show for you.
1: Hey, today we've got something special we haven't done in a while. We're going to revisit the Wheel of History. All
0: right. And we've got some great coffee in our cups.
1: Yes. Melissa's got the word for your day.
0: And we're taking your prayer requests, and you guys, it's... It's never an interruption. It is a huge part of our show. So if you have a prayer request, let us know this morning and we will absolutely pray with you. And by the way, this is the place where everybody knows your name, as long as you type in the chat box. That's right. We can't see you unless you type good morning to us. Let us know where you're tuning in from. And this is Saturday morning. So you know I have a question and it's super important. I want to know what is in your cup. (laughs) That's right. I absolutely care what you're drinking this morning. Good morning, Joanne from Northern Ohio. Good morning, Pastor Ruth Morgan from Morgantown, Kentucky. I would love to hear where you're tuning in from. I would love to hear what you all are drinking this morning. That's good. Terry, what are you drinking?
1: I have the deluxe Moon Pie. Moon Pie ground coffee that's right From uh, was what the hills brought back from Dollywood, Dollywood. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I don't know if it's a mm-hmm. Dollywood exclusive we've never really discovered that but uh, we do know that that's where they brought it back from when they went there on their trip and we've been grateful it's a great flavor
0: yes it is mm-hmm. it's really good I may have stuck some other stuff in there this morning with
1: it too. <laughs> so it's a little hybrid huh? it's a
0: hybrid yeah 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 We can talk about that in a little bit. I would love to know what you have on the agenda today.
1: Well, we're going to be uh, revisiting the Wheel of History. We haven't been to the Wheel of History in quite some time. So I thought that would be, there's some kind of cool things. uh, Talking about sports, of course, we have to have a sports category.
0: As long as it's baseball.
1: Yeah, and then also uh, we'll talk about a little bit about technology and uh, architecture. Some things that are historically significant this week in our history timeline.
0: Uh, I got some hair stuff going. On architecture. Lucky you. Uh, well, oh <laughs> the yeah. The only hair
1: stuff I have going on is the eyebrows that need uh, trimmed. Oh, bless you know. your
0: heart. Okay. <laughs> your hair, okay. You know. All right. So, um, architecture is an interesting like add-in.
1: Yeah, yeah. We've okay. not really had one All of those. Right. Let's
0: talk about it. Yeah, It'll be good.
1: We'll do that. It'll be good. mm-hmm
0: And so everybody seems to be a little bit slow getting on this morning.
1: It's a slow kind of morning, isn't it? When when we were trying to get around this morning, what did you feel?
0: I I felt a little lethargic. Yeah, I did. I feel maybe a little stuck in mud. Um, But I will say this. um, Also, I don't think our counters are actually right this morning. I might be wrong about that, but I'm noticing that our counts are off. We're going to
1: rely on you to let us know that you're here. Like Melissa said in the opener, we don't know you're here unless you type it in the chat box. Just say hi. Yeah. Or uh, whatever it is, or if you've got something in your cup, um, that'll kind of let us know if we've got a technological glitch happening or whatever. So it doesn't seem like we're ignoring you, but uh, just let us know. It does kind of feel
0: like we may be a bit glitchy. So I would love to get just a check in on audio and video. And um, if you're watching on YouTube, I'd love to hear from you also, because that seems to be the more truer um, representation of the show. Good morning, Master Pastor Yoda. Bless you this morning over in PRP or somewhere about Louisville. We are happy to see you this morning. Maybe Amen. just give us a. He's our executive producer. He is our out and about reporter. And so he is the guy who can probably keep us straight on if we look and sound okay. He's
1: our Guy Smiley for the Good Morning Show, right? Guy Smiley. Do you remember Guy yeah, Smiley? I know Sesame you do. Street. Yeah, do you guys remember Guy Smiley? He was the uh, reporter on the street, right?
0: Joanne yeah. says we're okay on Facebook. We'll huh? praise the Lord. Yeah, okay. All That'd right. We'll just keep on, expect- and keep on rolling. Yeah. Facebook is the one.
1: That would be the one that would be most suspect.
0: <sighs> Helping yeah. Reese study for her CNA test. It looks and sounds good to him. Okay. So, um, okay. I took that test. FYI, I took the NCLEX as I studied for my CNA test and I even have all my books and everything. Go Reese. Yeah. She'll do amazing. <laughs> She'll do amazing.
1: Yeah, yeah, she will. I, I thought also uh, we're going to we'll talk a little bit about what's going on, current events. There's a whole lot of stuff going on in the city uh, and around the region. Uh, also uh, with church, we're excited to get back to our home church this Yay, Sunday.
0: Hey, we're home. Also, I want to talk about what we watched last night. Can we do that?
1: Yeah, we can talk a little bit about that. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But okay, there's when, also a couple of actually uh, interesting, uh, I know we haven't been to, the other the other thing I hadn't turned to in a while is the National Day calendar, but these are actually really good ones. Oh, I thought I we decided
0: we weren't going to do that anymore. Well,
1: that was last year. That's so oh, 2022. That
0: is so first season and we are in season two. <laughs> That's
1: right. This is episode three of season two. Wow. You know, and that that brought up the debate. Do we call it season two, episode three, or do we just say it's season two, episode 107? So we're keeping it episode 107 because uh, that way you'll know how far along it's come. But we'll also put season two, episode three in little brackets, kind of fancy little things, you know? It's it's fun. Um, But yeah, you bring up a good point. I mean, season two, what what is ahead for us that's different than season one? I think there's going to be some some cool changes. Yeah. Uh, I've got a couple ideas, but haven't really gotten to the place where I can quite Implement that yet? I yep. think that will maybe happen after we get ordained in yes, June.
0: Yes, we uh, are on the countdown.
1: Yeah, when we don't have the classes and the homework and all the things that are required to kind of keep us from being a little more creative, a little more it's uh, true, illustrative with our illustrative. gifts and, and uh, yeah, that's so, correct. I well, so.
0: good morning. You've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa Wright, and we are so glad you're here, and not a one of you has told me what's in your cup this morning. Yeah, no, I know even dry. know. I don't even know how to move forward from this, right? I don't even know how to move forward from talking about what's in your cup. I do have something exciting to tell you. You know, oftentimes when you share information with our viewers on the air, um, I'm usually hearing it for the first time, but today I have something to tell you. That you don't know and to tell them. Okay. It's not that exciting. Joanne's got water in her cup, right? Oh, now. good job, Joanne. Yeah. Thank you. Okay, so um a coffee company. It's a black coffee kind of day for Pastor Ruth.
1: Oh ah, okay. a
0: specific coffee company which I had never heard of contacted us. What? Yep. Really? And they want us to try their coffee. What? Yes. Are you kidding? No. They saw um, some of our TikTok videos. They've been on our TikTok page and they saw our shorts and they saw the one. I hope they didn't see mine because mine's got holes. Okay, not those kind of shorts. Oh, okay. And that's way too much information. Stop. Okay, so um anyways, they want us to try their coffee. And so I told them, "Okay, give me the lowdown on your coffee and we will be happy to try it." And I'm just going to go ahead and um say out the name of it. Maybe you guys can give us um the information. It is called This is cool. Brew Brew Shoot, I just closed brew it. Shoot? No, 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 Brew Whale Coffee, not Blue Whale. Oh, that's, that's Brew cool. Whale. Brew, brew whale. whale Coffee, yeah. And um, they just sent us over, and they also gave us a discount code. So if we want to try it and share it, and we like it. We'll share the discount code and so all of this is super preliminary but this is like the second coffee company and this is the coffee company that's reached out to us which i think is amazing that's, that's cool it's, so, see that's a
1: new season two thing
0: new season two new coffee yeah. company now here's the beef um they specialize and this is why i was kind of excited to tell you
1: I, I, instead of beef can we say spill the beans
0: here's About the this. beans they specialize in iced coffee which you like but praise the lord they have regular brew regular grounds regular beans
1: we're moving into summertime so cold brew is always good that way
0: joanne says that's cool Mm -hmm. yes yes Mm -hmm. and so um i thought you'd be interested to know that okay that's That's awesome
1: that's awesome
0: i wanted to share
1: yes well you know that's that's really good news we have been talking and this isn't really related to what you're saying here but on a side note um we have been talking about what if we had a good morning show blend so uh, we're we're gonna still be thinking about that. Yeah. Proceeding with that, our executive producer Ben Hill has talked about um, ways that he might help us with that. Yep. We'll see what happens. Well,
0: we have an amazing coffee coffee shop that bre- that roasts their own beans here in town.
1: <laughs> ben says he's having Dory visions from <laughs> Finding Nemo, saying
0: "Brew
1: whale."
0: Yeah. When she was
1: talking to the yeah talking to the whales.
0: Yeah, I love the way she did that. She
1: and he's saying "Brew whale." Yeah. And I, I get that's it. That's,
0: it is very funny.
1: That is cool.
0: Vin you're so Well, funny. that's
1: great news. I mean, that's really uh that's that's kind of a cool well, thing. Well, and
0: back to the um you know specific roasteries. Um we have an incredible one in town. And um, we make no we make no apologies that we love Fonte's coffee, and they roast their own beans, and I think they roast for other people. So we're going to see what it looks like to have a good morning blend, okay? Yeah. I'm super, super picky about it, though. I want it to be excellent. Yeah. So, Check all that right, quote. let me just jump in over here and say, good morning. Welcome to the Good Morning Show with Sari and Melissa Wright, Nana Ann in the house this morning, and he... She called us Mr. Yes. and Mrs. Sunshine. Is that awesome? Thank you, Nana awesome. Ann. And Thank Judy, Judy, Judy. Hey, Judy, it's so good to see you. I've been praying for you. I meant to text you yesterday and I was so out of range of my phone, I did not grab it to text. I'm sorry, Judy says. Cold coffee. It's a juxtaposition of the incongruous—two things that are together that should not incongruous. <laughs> yeah. Two things that are together. I feel like I need a diploma of some sort of degree just to read this statement. Oh. Judy, you're so intelligent. You're so smart. I love juxtaposition you, Judy. Juxtaposition of, juxtaposition the, incongruous. of the, the incongruous. Two things that are together that should not be. <laughs> I love her so wow. much. Okay, as you guys are jumping on this morning. It's a roll it's rolling out a li- to be kind of a slow morning. So if you have a prayer request or, you know, you're just kind of moving slowly, that's okay. Yeah. Let us know if you have a prayer request and if you're moving slowly, get coffee in your cup and tell us what kind because we really want to know what's in your cup Absolutely. So we can talk about
1: it. You know, nobody's really made comment about our colorful little uh, microphone covers here. You know?
0: I don't know that it's that important to Anybody talk notice? about, is it?
1: Nobody noticed. Okay. Well, also, they saw it when I had my uh, earphones on. My
0: I pulled out my old big old honking Kentucky cup this morning. Um, it is Kentucky, Kentucky, Kentucky Derby time. And so it is all about Derby, all about Louisville, all about Kentucky in the next week or so. Mm-hmm. And um, I have mixed feelings about this. Can mm-hmm. I be honest? Can I just share my heart for a minute yeah i
1: thought we were going to do a mug shot there for a second oh we
0: sure can kind
1: of led me down there and i was ready to go
0: okay let's do it because you
1: got your kentucky mug so let me just say this is april 29th so we're we're nearing this next week star wars day does anybody know what star wars now ben i know you know what is star wars day what day don't say it ben anybody else mug shot up top three two one all right
0: okay I'm gonna Fire let if, if, if anybody wants to answer that um I'm just gonna say I'm really torn okay about Derby I love I love how um, it's a celebration of heritage and city and you know community and it brings tourism and a lot of you know a lot of good things to the city there's a ton of activities going on um but can I just say that I am really bothered that one of the things that our city is known for is this. Um, this horse race, this gambling, this all of the things that go along with it, um, some of them just are not holy and I think pleasing unto the Lord. And I'm torn to say that because I know it's such a big deal here, but the truth is I'm praying that this city will be known as the dwelling place of the King of Kings, as the dwelling place of the Lord of Lords, as the dwelling place of Jesus Christ. And I want that to be, I want that to be what we're known for. So I have this, you know, torn feeling about it. I'm not really double-minded. I'm real single-minded. Mm. I just need to be really honoring and careful how I say that.
1: Yeah, no, it's Can true. I do it? Yeah.
0: Judy says that my cover looks like bubblegum. It does. I love pink. I don't yeah. know if you guys know. She that. said
1: she noticed it the other day. She was just saying.
0: Oh, she yeah. she wouldn't miss it.
1: Yeah. Ben's okay. got a prayer request.
0: PRP's promise tonight that the kids would be safe, be led to make good decisions. Father, I pray tonight that all of the kids that that not just Reese and not just Ethan and not just Luke and not just um, What's his little old name? Mason. But Lord, all of the kids at PRP would be safe, would make good choices, that tonight wouldn't be the night that they indulge in things that are outside of your heart for their lives lord i pray that it would be um, a time of fun and celebration as they spend time together and they look back over all of the time they've had in school together as so many of these seniors are are wrapping up literally wrapping up their high school career lord i pray that tonight would be um just something that draws them closer to you it's not hard for you holy spirit to draw these kids closer to you thank you father for parents and grandparents and teachers that care so much about these kids, and we do too. We're lifting them to you and trusting them to your hand. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Okay, so as we are moving on this morning... I want to make sure that you have all of your time to say what's coming up. But before that, can I just do a shout out really quickly? Yeah,
1: absolutely. Um, I
0: just want to say hey to all of our podcast listeners and that we love and appreciate you. Um, I know it's hard sometimes because you can't see what we're doing visually, but because you continue to listen and um, take part in our content, I appreciate you and I bless you in Jesus' name. A very special set of podcast listeners is the Shelbyville Postal we're We love you. Thank you for listening to the Good Morning Show as you sort mail. And we're so grateful for your delivery. You're so faithful here in the 40065. We love you.
1: That's right. Amen.
0: All right. Hey, if you,
1: if you missed it uh, on Thursday, we had Thursday Night Live. It was a great show. Um, we talked about how to love your neighbor while driving, which I know it seemed like a really crazy source of information, but I think it's something that we all deal with at one time or another. If you're still driving a car, uh, Bible 101 was our Romans' road to salvation. Just a little something to freshen us up on what is that and how do we do it? How do we share the good news, of the gospel, with other people in a simple way by just using a few verses out of Romans. We had the word from your day. It was the 27th of April, so we went to Proverbs twenty seven seventeen. iron sharpens iron. That's always a great, encouraging one. And we had a joke of the day at the end of the episode. You'll want to go check out the joke of the day on the joke of the day page on our website where you can find all of our episodes. You'll find bonus links and videos in the blog section, or just watch the videos page at the good show dot TV.
0: Hey, uh, Mary Kay and Dwe- Jeff are joining us just a little bit late coming there in. They, are. they had a Nutty Buddy coffee from Big B. First and foremost, Big B's our favorite in the world. Big yeah. B, Shelbyville. Hello, we love you. And second, what is Nutty Buddy? What that's flavor- the
1: one that, ha- uh, it's the one that's, is it the hazelnut one? that had uh, stuff they, they had it before and we that we talked us.
0: about the candy yeah. well, you know, okay. that was what started the, the conversation the okay yeah. yeah 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 I just forgot Jeff had a banana berry freeze they oh. have the best yeah. drink mixes yeah, I do. love their flavor mixes and combos over there we
1: had a, a bubble tea the other day Baylor had. um, You
0: and Baylor. Yeah,
1: she had a bubble tea, and then I had one that was a frozen one. They blended it, and uh, that was really good. It was a tropical blast. Hazelnut. Okay. It is uh, hazelnut.
0: Yeah. Very good. Very good. Thank you, MK. Mm -hmm. I don't try a lot of their flavors because, you know, I stick to the sugar free. uh, If I add any flavor, I'm pretty plain Jane, you know, plain Joe kind of girl. But man, I do like their coffee, and their flavored coffee is really good.
1: Well, you know, and they've done a really good job. Uh, they're they're using uh, the well. They have Red Bull that they'll add for like their energy stuff, but they have started using a new one called Focus. It's not brand new, but it's P H O C U S, and I believe it has based uh, in Louisville uh, for oh, for where it is, but it's going it? nationwide. That's so cool, um, and it's uh, it's more uh, more of a health uh, oriented, uh, you know, vitamins, minerals, nutrients, that kind of a thing than just (laughs) caffeine and chemicals.
0: Well, that's awesome. I didn't know that it was based in, I think it
1: is. I read something somewhere that tied it locally. It might've just been a Jack Harlow tie in since he's from the area, but I think he's actually one of the partners in the, in the company Mm -hmm. itself. So it has some, some founding there. We need to do a little more research, just find out about it. Mainly from the standpoint of me saying it's a healthy energy drink, uh, don't take that to the bank. But uh, from what I've heard, that sounds like a, a good alternative to the ones that are really harsh on your body. And that's what their focus really has been. Hmm. So that's yeah, really cool. Kind of cool.
0: Well, I absolutely love Big B Shelbyville. And I know some people have a Big B near to them and they are not as impressed <laughs> with it as we are with ours. So I know every every store is different. I mean, hey, in the last week, um, we've been on the road and we had Starbucks twice and we had Starbucks in BG and it was outstanding. Standing. Great drinks, great service, great food. We had breakfast and then. We had Starbucks somewhere else. I won't say where, um, and it was not great. The service was not; they were not very happy about their job choice in well, life, and that showed. And the the drinks were um, we had to go to Casey's general store and doctor them yeah, up. <laughs> so yeah, yeah. So it wasn't yeah, good. Bless them. wasn't know. a great experience. Here's the point: I didn't say that to be discouraging. I said that to say this. Sometimes we tout something that we really, really love, and when you go in your area, you're like, "Why are they making a big deal about this?" It's It's not very good. I understand, very you know everything, uh, quality and everything changes from store to store. Okay, so I'll give you that. But I will say I can't say enough good things about Bigby and Shelbyville, and um, it, it is a very store and manager dependent. That's exactly right, Jeff. It depends on the store and it depends on the manager, and I have no. Um, again, shame in saying this Bigby Shelbyville is run and and um, operated by Christians and seminary students. Yeah. so Yeah,
1: that's awesome. I remember when we went to the drive-thru right before Easter, and they said they were going to take Resurrection Sunday, Easter Sunday, yep. they called it, so that the uh, employees could vi- could uh, share in the celebration of the resurrection with their families We on were Sunday. so excited about that. Yeah, it was so cool. Was Never have we
0: been so happy that our stop was going to be closed.
1: Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I know. You know, it's one of those things, though, when you think about it, a lot of people kind of don't do those things as much as we used to. No. Um, I Except talked about it,
0: for, you know, Jesus Chicken, Chick-fil-A.
1: Right? Well, and we talked about a little bit on Thursday night about what do you love about the city where you live and some of the things were you know special little local things local flavors and Mm -hmm. I remember as a kid growing up in western Kansas that uh, you the on Sunday most of the businesses weren't open you know and people were in church and Mm -hmm. and uh, so and spent time together with families so things have changed we went into that that whole situation to where we're um uh, that's just oh, channels okay. that Chad okay. set up. Sorry. Nope, that's okay. Um, and and uh, where was I at? Um, I forgot. Ooh, Take local, it away.
0: Local independent places. <laughs> I totally did that. You, I'm sorry. You,
1: you ran me over here and I forgot I what I was totally saying. I totally apologize. Yeah, no, that's okay.
0: It, it's one of those mornings. Sometimes well, we start off like just hot cakes.
1: Uh, I've got a segue for us. You know, we talked about also about Chisholm's, uh, the uh, hardware store mm-hmm. going local. Um, before we do that. Do you want to do you want to do this prayer request who's come up over here?
0: Oh, I see it now. Okay, um, let's so, do that before yeah, I go into the independence. Yeah, Judy. Judy has a prayer request. Please, please pray for my friend Joy, whose husband of forty-nine years, Mike, died suddenly this past oh, Thursday. Wow. Oh my! Although rejoicing, he is standing before our Jesus. She is understandably still grieving his loss. Personally, Mike was the most godly man I've ever known. Well, wow. thank you, Lord, for Joy and thank you for Mike's wonderful life. What a gift he was to those that knew him and loved him. And Lord, we rejoice in his life and his homegoing, but. Father, we pray for those left behind. You know what it's like to grieve and mourn, Jesus. You mourned the death of Lazarus. You cried with Mary. And Lord, I thank you that you know our frame. Lord, would you just bring peace and comfort to the mourning and the grieving, especially joy. Would you just wrap your loving arms around her, Lord, that she would feel your presence so near as she walks through this time. We thank you for you are faithful and we pray this in Jesus name. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. Ben also has a comment about Derby you were talking about it a little bit ago. Yeah. Uh, Kentucky Derby. Derby and Derby Festival, like many things, has beautiful and ugly aspects. All the same. He said he tends to focus on the good and ignore the ugly.
0: Yeah, I do. I agree with that, Ben. And one thing that I'm asking the Lord is how can we be present in the midst of this time? To point everybody we meet back to Jesus, yeah. right? Every every situation, the difficult things, the good things. How can we rejoice in the Lord and bring him glory in this time? Because I just think the Lord can get glory out of anything. Wow. Um, just like the enemy can pervert anything, the Lord Jesus Christ can get glory out of anything if we're listening to the Holy Spirit's leading. So thank you. That's a true statement, Ben, and yeah. I agree. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, Judy said that is why Thursday was such a bad day. I See, uh, honey, I'm so sorry. Yeah. What? What a, That's so hard to have such a loss.
1: Yeah, for sure. For sure.
0: Well, you were going to say something. We was
1: talking about uh, like independently owned businesses and yeah. being able to use that. I know that, um, you know, there's the small business Saturday that happens after Black Friday, yeah. right? Uh, yeah, And different things that keeps our mind and our focus on the independent, the mom and pop shops, mm-hmm. those kinds of places. And maybe you have a few of those in your local region where you live. And um, I've been thinking about this. And it's funny because because today, on the last Saturday in April, it is Independent Bookstore Day.
0: Oh, we love books. Uh, we do. Baylor,
1: she checks out like twenty-five. Or, well, How many can I check out? What's the limit? Twenty-five. Okay, well, I'll get twenty-five. Um, loves to read. We all love to read yeah. here in our house, and I, I just don't know. I don't know if we have an independent bookstore here in Shelbyville, but maybe, mm-hmm. maybe Jeff or Mary Kay will let us know, or mm-hmm. even Ben, of a great. Bookstore that's like that, that's not the big chain. Mm-hmm. Um, because on the last Saturday in April, Independent Bookstore Day brings together the celebration of classics, uh, also entrepreneurship, as we're talking about small businesses. Mm-hmm. And the joy of browsing through aisles and aisles of books. Oh, that's awesome. I had a favorite one in Kansas City that I always loved in the Westport area. And it had a basement and uh, a ground floor. And they had those tall ladder that they would go around and get the books off the high shelves. But it was founded in 2014 to celebrate the passionate booksellers and the readers who love them. Mm. I mean, could you imagine taking a kid to a store and saying, ooh, this classic here. You just sent classic, a classic Dr. Seuss book, a couple of books,
0: actually, to...
1: Uh, My our nephew, nephew, our uh-huh. nephew,
0: Decky, Declan um, in just outside of Tulsa in Owasso, Oklahoma, mm-hmm. and um, it was his second birthday. And so for his birthdays, I, we sent him books. And then, of course, this year I had to send him dinosaurs that turned into cars because yeah because I'm cool.
1: Yeah, I mean, isn't that cool to be able to share something that was a favorite of not only our kids, but even yes. you as a yeah. child? Yeah, for sure. You need to pass on those kinds of things yep. and let them know, you know, here's the foundation of where things came from and, mm-hmm. and all that. Uh, if you choose, you can use hashtag independent bookstore day to share on social media so that you can share about your independent bookstore favorites online.
0: Jeff says he can't think of a bookstore offhand, though I enjoy browsing any bookstore. Yeah, I'm with you, absolutely. Jeff. Absolutely. And Judy says, <laughs> I love the smell of a new leather Bible in the morning
1: I, uh, and you know what I like getting those old classic books sometimes they're questionable but most of the time that old book smell the old just,
0: paper the I old like
1: paper you know. and the print you know I know how yeah. much you love that Joanne says she loves reading
0: so let me just throw in here because we have been in class very very steadily for the last five years plus um, for our course of study um we Um, haven't been reading for pleasure because we've been reading so many assigned things. And so I'm looking forward to that. That's one of the things I said I was really looking forward to is choosing my own books to read and not being assigned books. And I do want to make note here because this is a great time to say our Shelbyville, Shelby County Library has just had its grand reopening. They've remodeled the whole library, especially the children's section, and they opened it Sunday while we were gone. And we have yet to get over there since we've been in revival. And I can't wait to take Baylor. Hopefully next week, we'll be able to go over there and check out all the new uh, remodel and sort of celebration of the new library.
1: That'll be good. That'll be good. Uh, Judy says Owasso. Oh my goodness. She lived in Collinsville just outside of Owasso and Tulsa. Yeah,
0: Joel just moved to Owasso. My dad and my brother um, are from and lived in the Tulsa area. And um, Joel moved to Denver and then he moved to Florence, South Carolina, and then he moved to Orlando with his job. And then um, when they... They found out that they were expecting their first child they moved back to the Tulsa area to be around family Very cool and so that's where they're at now and so part of our heart lives in in Oklahoma for sure yeah yeah,
1: yeah. National First Ladies Day is also on the last Saturday in April. It honors all the First Ladies of the United States and commemorates the founding of the First Lady upon President George Washington's inauguration on April 30th, 1789. Of course, you remember the First Lady, the very first First Lady's name?
0: Um, let's see. Not Washington, Mrs. Washington. George Washington and George and Martha.
1: Martha, that's right. I
0: had to think about it.
1: Yep, she and all of those who followed in her footsteps have played a big role in molding our nation. And since 1789, a First lady has accompanied every president, and even the country's only bachelor president. James Buchanan required someone to act as hostess, and Harriet Lane was her name. She was the president's niece, and she stepped into the role of First Lady. She presented a well-ordered White House in the role of uh, tact and grace, and really just took care of things. But she isn't the only relative to serve in the role of First Lady several other presidents held office as widowers requiring someone to step into the role as a de facto first lady too and many of them campaign alongside their spouses you know we see them waving to the crowd right alongside and some have served as elected or appointed officials in many different capacities we remember in our time nancy reagan
0: She was amazing. Yes.
1: Uh, (laughs) Think about um, uh, Laura Bush, right?
0: Laura Bush was great. Barbara Uh Bush, one of my favorites. Mm -hmm. Very, very classy, graceful, beautiful woman. Mm Love. love. I I love first ladies. What a cool role. Yeah.
1: And Abigail Fillmore, Millard Fillmore's wife, was the first teacher to ascend to the role of the first lady. Of course, Laura Bush being one of the most recent ones. And another first lady... Uh, with a unique history is Abigail Adams. She was the first to live in the White House when John Adams was elected second president of the United States, and she was also the mother of another president, John Quincy Adams.
0: Well, that is cool.
1: Now, First Lady Barbara Bush repeated that circumstance 176 years later when her son George W. was elected.
0: That's awesome. Isn't that cool? Yes, it is.
1: Really cool stuff about First Lady on the last uh, Saturday of April. And the last one's a real short one here. This is also World Wish Day. Uh, Every year on April 29th, World Wish Day celebrates the anniversary of the founding of the Make a Wish Foundation. It were formed in 1980 by a seven year old boy named Christopher, who inspired the founding of the organization. He was battling leukemia and had a wish to be a police officer. Mm. And in 2010, Make a Wish celebrated its 30th anniversary by creating a World Wish Day. And since its inception, the Make a Wish Foundation has granted over 500,000 wishes in nearly 50 countries for those who uh, just have one wish that they would like to see fulfilled
0: in that precious yeah what a great organization What a memory and a life experience to bring to often lives that are cut very short yeah 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 so um joanne says there's not independent bookstore but there's like books a million Mm -hmm. and day spring christian bookstore yes that's Mm -hmm. correct Mm -hmm. and judy said that um garth brooks still lives in owasso i think Mm -hmm. he does too Mm -hmm. i will well, I'll save that story for another time. Um, Judy says she's simultaneously reading five books.
1: Wow. <laughs> Good for you. I remember a time where I'd have several books going on Yeah, at one I time. do too. Yeah, that was before classes. Book yeah.
0: and Music Exchange, The Rosewater, are non-chain local bookstores. Okay. We used to have another um, others, but many have closed. We yeah. do know that a lot of bookstores have closed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then um, Ben says he often likes first ladies <laughs> more than their husbands. Same, dude. Same. Yeah. Yes. Yeah.
1: <clears throat> yeah, yeah.
0: Joanne says that she's related to John and John Quincy Adams. Wow,
1: cool. Wow, that's awesome.
0: Okay, so um, I think Judy is going to give us like a, a Reagan a joke. A, oh,
1: she's going yeah, through. Yeah, so we'll wait okay, until right, she's til got til she's more of it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> we'll share it. Oh,
1: yeah, that's fun. Yes, it that's is. Fun. Well, we
0: may have started slow, but we're not going slow now. It's Saturday morning, and we're setting you up for success. You've tuned into the Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa, and we love you it's true we don't even have to know you personally to love you we really mean it and it's because Jesus loves you and Jesus loves us and here's the cool thing about Jesus love it is so selfless it is so giving it's called agape and his love is so thorough and complete that when we receive his love we're able to love others with that love We receive it and then we give it. And that's how come we love you. And it's a big deal to us. We want you to be encouraged. We want you to feel um, set up for success. We don't want you going through life, especially in a time when news and circumstances of the world can be darkened down. We want to bring light to the world and his name is Jesus. We want to encourage you with the word. We want to pray for you. And we just want to let you know how much you matter.
1: That's it. That's so good. Nice segue.
0: Hey, I didn't encourage you with the word. Is it time? Yeah. Really? Yes. That was quick. Okay. (laughs) So can I just give you a background this morning of where I'm at, what I'm reading? I'm in right now. I'm in doing some comparisons between King Saul and King David out of the old Testament. So I'm sort of in, you know, the, the, First and Second Samuel, First and Second Kings, First and Second Chronicles, and um, some Psalms because David wrote so many of the Psalms. And right now I'm reading and doing a paper comparison. But you know, when I read the first um, chapter that it encouraged to read for this paper comparison between King Saul and King David, I was overcome with how much information was in one chapter Mm -hmm. and it reveals so much of the lord's nature and his character and his heart and i would love to read the whole chapter for you but i don't think we have that much time today and i'm not gonna i'm gonna just encourage you to go read first samuel chapter 15. first samuel chapter 15. if you do not have background on how king saul was chosen the first king of the Israelites. I do encourage you to just start back in the beginning of First Samuel and read the story background. Um, but at this point, Saul, who's been king, the first king of the Israelites. He has been radically disobedient. He defied, he directly defied the word of the Lord. Um, He knew exactly the marching orders that the Lord had given him. It was not ambiguous. It was not an impression. It was the prophet of God, the tested, tried, true prophet of God, Samuel, giving an order from the Lord to King Saul. And King Saul directly defied the order. He did part of what the Lord said and then specifically did not do the rest of it. And it was because of greed. It was because of pride. And it was because he had found himself more important in his eyes than the Lord was. And when this happens, there are huge consequences. And I want us to remember today, this is not a hellfire and damnation message this morning, but we have to understand that every single choice that we make has consequences. And often when we choose obedience to the Lord, the consequences are huge and far reaching. And we've talked about that small yes. And what comes from those moments of radical obedience in the midst of a hardship or in the midst of not sure that I want to take this risk when we step out in faith, which is always risky, right? Those, those marked moments of obedience can lead to fabulous consequences in the kingdom of God and he gets glory and the body's edified and you grow spiritually. But it's not right to talk about radical obedience and the consequences to that without talking about what happens when we defy or dis or uh, disobey the Lord of the word of God. And what we see with King Saul here in uh, 1 Samuel 15 is he directly disobeyed and um, he instead of humbling himself and owning his sin. I can't say this enough. This is something I've said for years. If you realize you've made a mistake, own it. Don't shirk responsibility. Don't try to blame somebody else. You know, Adam was like, "Well, you know, I ate the fruit cuz the woman convinced me." And the woman Eve was like, "Yeah, I ate the fruit cuz the serpent." It's like passing the buck. When you sin, and you realize you've sinned and you come before the lord or you come before anybody else don't try to pass the buck own it humbly and so instead of owning his sin when samuel confronted saul because the lord was so displeased he bothered samuel to go and confront saul and when he confronted king saul he tried to pass the buck He said, well, the people made me do it. The people pressured me and he disobeyed the Lord. And instead of humbling himself and owning what he did and repenting, he tried to pass the buck. Then he made excuses and he said, I didn't kill all of these animals, all of the choice sheep and the choice ox and all of these beautiful things because I wanted to sacrifice them to the Lord. And this is what Samuel says. Has the Lord much delight in burnt offering and sacrifices as in obeying the voice of the Lord? Behold, to obey is better than sacrifice and to heed the fat of rams for rebellion is the sin of divination and insubordination is as inequity and idolatry because you have rejected the word of the Lord he has also rejected you from being king. And so I'm going to pause there and I'm just going to, there's so much more in this chapter I could talk about, but I just want to just take this bite-sized piece for Samuel 15, 22 and 23. This is what I've just read to obey is better than sacrifice. If we just talk about that little statement alone, sometimes we as Christians get in this pattern of going to church every Sunday and we're giving our tithe and we're paying our doing our time we're worshiping and we're fellowshipping and we're leaving and we think we've done our Christian duty because we've sacrificed our time we've sacrificed our finances and can I tell you that that is not an obedient life in relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ If that's all you do with the Lord every week, that's not real relationship. That's a sacrifice of a little bit, a little bit of your time and a little bit of your money. And you feel like that's enough. There are moments of obedience that we are called to walk in because we hear the voice of the Lord, because we live in relationship with him. That is very different than showing up on Sunday. Or suppose the Lord calls you, really prompts you at one point to give some very large gift or donation financially or something else. Maybe he wants you to give a gift of time to um, outreach or something, a mission project or sharing the gospel, you know, some, some gift of sacrifice. And can I tell you as much as he loves that you are obedient in that moment, He is way more interested in the posture of your heart than he is how much you're really sacrificing. Do you remember how Jesus gave the parable of the widow, or it was actually a real story, where she gave one mite, she gave all she had, and it was nothing, it was basically a half a cent. It was basically a half a penny. And all of the other people were giving all of this money into the treasury. And Jesus said, she has given more than them because she's given all she's had. That's the posture of her heart. She's so generous with everything she has because she wants everything to belong to the Lord. That's a posture of our heart. Saul's heart was wicked. It was selfish it was rebellion, it was witchcraft, it was divination, because that's what Samuel was saying, the Lord says rebellion is a sin as divination and witchcraft. And insubordination, which is disobedience, right, is inequity and idolatry. And that was the posture of King Saul's heart, wickedness, And so when he said, oh, but I got all these, I disobeyed so I could sacrifice them to the Lord. That's nothing more than a lie and an excuse. The posture of his heart was not to sacrifice anything of the Lord. The posture of his heart was, "Uh uh-oh, I've been caught. I need to backpedal and try to get out of this and look good. But he couldn't because the Lord doesn't look upon the outward appearance. He looks upon the heart, the motive and the intentions of our heart. And so if we're giving all the money that we have, but we're giving it begrudgingly and we feel like that's just our duty, but we're not obeying the Lord and his word in any other area of our life. The posture of your heart is wrong and that's not the sacrifice the Lord wants. He doesn't need your money, he wants your heart. And you're sacrificing all the time in the world to do good for justice and for civilization. And guess what? If you don't obey the Lord and have loving relationship with him, he doesn't care about your sacrifice of time. He cares about your heart. This is about the posture of our heart and we will make mistakes. It's 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 almost inevitable just like King Saul maybe they won't be as great as King Saul or King David's but can I tell you something we can repent just as humbly and instead of trying to shirk our responsibility and push that sin off on well I was influenced by so and so how about we say I messed up I own this and I repent I don't want to do this anymore I apologize deeply I've hurt you Lord I've hurt others and I deeply repent I'm humbling myself before you That, Lord, I I, I know there's consequences to this and I'll take the consequences, but Lord, I just, I want to, I want to say how sorry I am. That is the posture of the heart the Lord wants to see when we make a mistake. He wants us to give cheerfully or not give at all. He wants us to love him and obey him because that's how we show we love him. We obey him and his word. We obey him and his spirit. And so today, Lord Jesus, I want to pray into this that we would understand that we aren't doing superficial acts of sacrifice to please you. It's the posture of our heart that we want to be obedient in right relationship with you because we love you. We don't want to rebel. We don't want to disobey. We don't want to be uh, um, idolaters. Lord, we want to be those that's motive and intention of our heart is solely set on you. And if that's not the case, I pray today that you would help us see areas where we need to die to self, where we need to die to pride and self-righteousness, that we would be wholly thine, that we would belong totally to you is what that means. God, we love you today. And I thank you for, I thank you for a little bit of conviction by your spirit that brings correction for us to know we've done wrong and to repent. Lord, I love you today, and I thank you for this word. And I also thank you, God, for this assignment to write this paper, because revisiting 1 Samuel 15, Lord, you have brought so much truth to my heart today. And I love you, Jesus, and I love your word. Thank you, Father, for enlightening your word to me by your spirit and all of us. Make us hungry for your word, I pray, and make us radically obedient in the posture of our heart. We love you. Amen. There's your word for the day.
1: That's awesome. First Samuel 15. First Samuel, uh, first and second Samuel. I mean, all the, the Old Testament you know, we're getting a greater appreciation, I think, for the Old Testament through the class that we're taking. Mm-hmm. Um, well,
0: we're in two <clears throat> Old Testament classes. Yeah, and yeah. so
1: I think there's so much. So much knowledge, so much wisdom, the history, all the things that happen in the Old Testament that really lead us into a greater understanding of the New Testament. You can't have one without the other.
0: Hey! Look, I've missed some people who have entered the room. Hallelujah! Yeah. Lynn in the house. That's
1: right. Hi, Lynn. Lynn. Good morning.
0: She's drinking Duncan and she has honey in her cup with it. And then um, Richard Johnson, Pastor Richard. Hey, hey, hey. Good morning. We love you. We bless you. We're going to see you this week. This week's the National Day of Prayer, you guys. Yeah, Super yeah, Super yeah. pumped about that.
1: Yeah, let's talk about that for a second since we're just here talking about, about this uh, National Day of Prayer. Nobody answered the question. Question earlier that May Fourth is Star Wars Day. May the Fourth be with you. I know, I'm a geek. It's a geek thing, but it's also the National Day of Prayer, Yay! and it's an event that we have done the last two years. This is our third year, and it's uh, 13 hours basically where we're spending in the presence of the Lord, just in the in the uh, at the church, mm-hmm. and we have different people uh, talk about that for a
0: second. Um, so we start at about seven in the morning and we go till about nine o'clock at night, eight or nine. I don't even remember when it ends. It ends when it ends. Mm-hmm. And what happens is every hour we have a different prayer leader or intercessor or pastor and they lead in prayer. And in the moments, they don't just pray solid for an hour. What happens is you're led by the spirit. You pray a little bit and then there's a worshiper and we worship in prayer. Now, did you know that worship singing is praying? Mm. We are worshiping in song our praise to the Lord. We're communicating in song our praise to the Lord. That's talking to him and communicating to him. And so that is actually prayer. Some people are like, well, you know, worship isn't as important as prayer or worship. Just get this in the mood. Worship should be prayer. We're not singing to each other. We're singing to him, hopefully corporately. And so we have a prayer leader in prayer. And then we have a Worship leader in prayer. And so what happens is we sing a little bit, we pray a little bit, we sing a little bit, we pray a little bit, we all gather together. And then every hour we have a new set of prayer leaders and worshipers. And so we have pastors coming from all over the district to join us. Pastor Richard from Glasgow is going to be with us. Yeah. He's a he is, I think, scheduled our last scheduled prayer for the
1: evening. For the evening. Oh, that'll be awesome. And
0: it will be off awesome <laughs> because. Because usually at that time of night we have uh, quite a few people interceding and praying, so there's mm-hmm. a lot of people there. Mm-hmm. Um, during the day it's not as full because people work, but a lot of people take off work. Our DS is joining us this year. Yeah. This is the first year Dr. Powell is going to be able to help because his schedule was free DS to join is us.
1: District Superintendent. For those who That's are listening right. and That's don't right. know what that means, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: And so um, and usually I haven't double checked with him and confirmed, so I hope I'm not calling him out inappropriately. Every year, Jeff is our first intercessor, and mm. he takes that seven o'clock hour. Jeff, Swartz and truth. And yeah, I huh. never want to. Mm. I I, I want to keep it fresh, but I never want to change that because he sets a tone oh, that yeah. is so yeah. holy for the rest of the day. Yeah. The first time he prayed that first seven o'clock hour, the first year we when did we this, we were in the small I was like, sanctuary. I was leading. We were in the actual prayer room. Yeah. I was leading worship for him, and I. I almost couldn't sing because I was crying because he prayed so beautifully. I was like, I cannot believe you prayed this good. Anyway. It's a hidden
1: hidden gem. Jeff says says he's planning on being being there. Hallelujah.
0: Um, Last year, Ben and Heather both took an hour in the evening and prayed. Do you remember that? Mm -hmm. Hour um, when it was Ben and Heather and I was like... This is so good. Yeah. Um, So it's not just pastors and leaders. Um, This year we have invited um, the leader of another house of prayer here in Shelbyville. Her name is Jeannie Mattingly. Um, We've invited Jeannie to come bring her house of prayer folks. They call their house of prayer fire and rescue. And we've asked them to come and lead some time as well. Um, They may or may not be able to join us. I really hope so because I want this to be interdenominational. I want it to be all about Jesus and prayer and worship and not at all about the division or denomination. I'm not interested in all that.
1: Sergio's going to be there.
0: Sergio and Jake and Emily are leading um, an hour of worship with Sergio.
1: And he he speaks and prays in like three three to four different languages. Yes, it's you true. Know? He oh, will pray awesome. he will pray
0: in Swahili yeah. usually. He will pray in Spanish. He will pray in English and he will also often, sometimes he'll like pull a little bit of French or something else. Mm. Um, so yeah. that is always a fun hour. I love it's a powerful hour when you hear different tongues being yeah. prayed out yeah, yeah, and so yeah, I love yeah, yeah. that and I, I think maybe Pastor Teo I haven't talked to him I don't know if he'll come over and pray in Spanish as well
1: Yeah, um, we just received word from one of our favorite pastors at Southern Hills who's also retiring this week Uh, from many, many years of service, uh, Rick Grable will not be joining us. That saddens my heart, but I understand his situation, but Uh, we love him.
0: He's one of your favorite pastors too, because he is one of the regulars on the good morning Mm -hmm, show. And mm -hmm. so pastor Rick Grable is retiring this Sunday Yes, and we all tomorrow, we all love you. Yeah. We honor your years of service to the kingdom, and it is going to be a hard day tomorrow for Southern Hills as their beloved pastor steps down, and then they're going to have a huge celebration after service.
1: Yes, and we're going to go over for that. We're going to go over for that,
0: and everybody's welcome and invited to go to Southern Hills um, after your morning service and um, just honor Pastor Rick. We're going to do the same thing. Um, but I am sad that he won't be joining us because mm-hmm, he's been mm-hmm, with us the last two years. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And um, if you're on and you're listening and you can make your way to Louisville, we invite you to come lead an hour of prayer. Pastor Logan Wells is gonna come and lead um, an hour. And so is Pastor Dave Dorn. And my one of my very favorite pastors of all time, Pastor Brett Wright. And not hmm. because he's an amazing pastor, but because he's my baby. Yeah. No. Totally nepotism. Totally.
1: No, it's, it's, it's totally good. And if you're coming from out of town, you don't have to lead the whole hour. That's just how we've set the tone for what the day yeah. is. You know, if you want to pray for 15, 20 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever the Lord leads, uh, just come and and, uh, let us know. And we would love to include you in that day. It's a very special time.
0: Hey, Janice is in the house. Hi, Janice. Good morning. Hey, Janice. Walmart extra caffeine coffee in In Richard's Richard's cup this morning. Yeah. (laughs) Praise the Lord. I've missed a ton of conversation over here, but I am happy you're in the house, Janice. We love you. We're contending. Janice, are you home yet? Maybe you could give me that answer with your left hand. Hand. if you're home and out of rehab yet. I, <laughs>
1: Raise your left hand.
0: <laughs> Well, she has uh, to type now with her left hand, but it won't be long before she's back using I her right it. again. I know it. In That's Jesus' so name, good. I declare it.
1: Yeah. Ben says uh, he likes what you said about God only seeing our heart and he gives us a new heart mm-hmm. and that's how we become worthy. We get Jesus heart when we ask and turn. Amen. Toward him. He that's takes so out
0: our heart of stone mm-hmm. and gives us a heart of flesh. It's yeah. his flesh. Yeah. It's his flesh that he puts. Uh, it's part of I think it's a piece of his heart that he makes our heart out of and so that we have a new um, anyways.
1: Yeah. Yeah what else is over here anything uh
0: Uh, judy says i was recently impressed by holy spirit when being confronted regarding my own behavior that has needed a change do not defend yourself do not rationalize what you've done do not justify or deny anything admit it humble yourself and ask forgiveness it's tough on your ego and flesh but great for spiritual growth judy that's exactly that's exactly what repenting really is and that's be a beautiful, articulated yeah. way. And, and we, we have to humble ourselves. Yeah. And you guys, that's dying to flesh and self. And it does hurt a little bit. But it is the thing that's the catalyst for growth.
1: Yeah. Ben agrees. Good word, Judy.
0: Janice said, I'm still in rehab until the 8th of May. And I was late because I had physical therapy. That's okay. That's okay. You are excused. No problem. That's right. That's right. Hey, you said we were going to do something.
1: Yeah. Is it time? <clears throat> um, I'm kind know, of looking forward to it. Well, let's do. Uh, let's do it in about forty seconds. Forty. About. Well, Ben made a comment. Oh, he said he's. I'm still processing hardened iron being dulled by soft metal. And there's really a strong message in that that Lynn shared, and the need to make sure that we aren't dull from our choices to be mm-hmm. with soft peeps or situations.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and Lynn said I was totally surprised by it, too. I was like, this is is iron, but so much goes into forging it, so there is responsibility into caring for it. That's so true. It's not how well you guys start your faith walk with Christ it's how you finish. So if you're a great Christian early on and the middle of your Christianity is wonderful, but towards the end you fall away, that is what matters is how well you end the race That's and right. that you end it well. And so let's, let's not lose sight of the, and if you've made some mistakes and it was a rocky beginning and it's a rocky middle, praise the Lord, you've got time to correct. As long as there's breath in your lungs, today is the day of salvation. Today is the day of grace. And in this district, dispensation of grace take hold of that gift and straighten yourself out before the lord by humbling yourself and bowing low like judy said
1: yeah 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 amen amen guess what what it's time for the wheel of history i'm gonna make one of uh Ben's um, Master Pastor Yoda's uh, he did an introduction for the Wheel of History one time I'm going to do that wheel, wheel, wheel of history, history, and that, that would be cool, wouldn't it? I know you can hear me in there, but the music is just taking over, I'm it's sure.
0: It's so good. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. So uh, the Wheel of History, we've got three categories. And uh, as we all know, it's not really like the game show type thing, but it's fun to do it anyway. We have uh, three categories, technology, sports, and architecture. So uh, let's uh, let's see. We haven't spun the wheel. Let's spin the wheel. Spin it. Spin it. Here it goes. When's it going to be? Not what's it going to be, but when's it going to be in history? Uh, So choose from those three categories.
0: Architecture.
1: Architecture. All right, here we go. Architecture. On May 1st, 1931 coming up in just a couple of days president herbert hoover officially dedicates new york city's empire state building pressing a button from the white house that turns on the building's lights of course it was symbolic because he was in washington and someone clicked the switches in new york but um, the idea was a competition between walter chrysler of the chrysler corporation and john raskob of of general motors They were having a little competition, so you could build the tallest building. And uh, it was said to have been based in large part on the look of a pencil, the Empire State Building we're talking about. And uh, the time to build it was just over a year. They completed it ahead of schedule at the cost of about $40 million, which is unheard of. But in 1931, that was a lot of money. Remember, we were in the Great Depression during that time. Uh, It was 102 stories, 1,250 feet high, unless you count to the top of the lightning rod, which was uh, 1,454 feet total. And it was the world's tallest skyscraper up until 1972 when the Empire State Building lost its title to the World Trade Center. And then uh, that was later replaced by by other buildings and today the honor of the tallest building belongs to dubai's burj khalifa tower which soars two thousand seven hundred and sixteen feet into the sky
0: oh thank you don't you love
1: those tiktok videos of people who are on the top of the, the uh, tower there and they've got no their little, it makes
0: me nauseous almost. <laughs> they're standing I,
1: up there and
0: i'm not a lover of high places so no right. no but <laughs> that right. is that is cool architecture yeah. can be interesting yeah. there you have it folks
1: empire state building
0: all right spin all right, the wheel here we
1: go all right two more categories sports and technology what are you thinking
0: technology
1: technology save the best for last april 30th 1993 four years after publishing a proposal for an idea of linked information systems computer scientist tim berners lee released the source code for the world's first web browser and editor originally called mesh and then he dubbed it World Wide Web, it became the first royalty-free, easy-to-use means of browsing the emerging information network, the information highway, if you will, that developed into the internet as we know it today. And just in a few years, they had revolutionized information sharing and communication the way that we had never done it before. Um, It's widely considered one of the most transformational events in human history and 4.39 billion people including you are now estimated to be using the internet regularly accounting for over half the global population. Wow. And the average American now spends 24 hours a week online. Wow. Can you imagine that? No. They say it's the greatest expansion in information access in human history.
0: Well I believe that. Yeah. That's crazy.
1: Yeah. And it's uh, in its what good side. What year was that again? That was in 1993, okay. on April 30th. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. wow, wow. The wow, World wow, Wide wow. Web really came in more uh, accessible to the public. Hmm. It was crazy, right?
0: That's interesting.
1: And all kinds of things. And like we talked about with Derby, there's bad sides and good sides. So yeah, when you look but at you the know, good side of this, the information, not, the the knowledge, uh, communication. 1993
0: just does not seem that long ago well, to it, me.
1: And the, the thing that blew my mind about this is it said that these were things that were unthinkable <laughs> as recently as the
0: 1990s. Yeah. That's it. I'm like, I get that. Cause you know, we're that generation. That's the crossover generation that yeah. remembers a time way before the internet. And now obviously we're living in the midst of yeah. all internet. So it's that really crazy crossover.
1: Well, and there's some of us who can remember uh, phones that hung on the wall with cords attached to them, microwave ovens before a time before microwave ovens. Right. You know? So, I mean, it's uh, it's crazy mm. what they are. So all
0: right, spin that wheel.
1: All right. Last category coming up right here. April 9th, uh April 16th, 1929. Okay, the Cleveland Indians, who are now the Guardians, don't ask me about that. They opened the season with numbers on the back of each player's jersey in 1929. They were the first Major League Baseball team to do this. And the numbers, they obviously make it easier for scorekeepers, broadcasters, and fans to know who's on the field. And Cleveland won that game against the Detroit Tigers in 11 innings, five to four, and the yankees who had won the world series in 1927 and 1928 were supposed to debut their jersey numbers the same day but their opener was rained out Mm. so fans had to wait another day to see two of baseball's greatest players babe ruth and lou gehrig sport their jersey numbers numbers three and four which would become famous it was also their spots in the batting order Mm. and uh, by the 1937 season every major league baseball team had numbers on the backs of their jerseys and in 1960 The the White Sox were the first team to put names on the back of their jerseys. Mm. And the Yankees are the only team yet still today that remain without names on the back of their jerseys. Isn't that cool? Yeah. And on April 23rd, on a related side here, 1954... April twenty third, Hank Aaron knocks out the first home run of his major league baseball career. Twenty years later, he becomes baseball's new home run king when he broke Babe Ruth's longstanding record of seven hundred and fourteen career homers. Wow. And then Aaron retired from baseball in nineteen seventy-six with seven hundred and fifty-five career home runs. Wow. A record that stood until August seventh, two thousand seven, when it was broken by
0: Barry Bonds. Barry Bonds of yeah. the San
1: Francisco Giants. And then Hank Aaron sadly passed away in twenty twenty one.
0: I am sad. And yet at the same time, I love baseball trivia. So thank you for sharing that.
1: Absolutely.
0: That's fun.
1: Absolutely. Fun stuff too. Yeah. yeah, really
0: good. Really good. Thank you for sharing that. And thanks for bringing back the Wheel of History. And hey. thank you for coming back and watching this morning with us. We're so glad that you've joined us. I hope we helped set your Saturday up for success. And I hope you know... The Lord Jesus loves you so much, and so do we. Thanks for tuning in this morning.
1: That's right. We look forward to seeing you on our next show, which is going to be on Monday morning, Monday Morning Motivation. That'll be at 10 30 a.m. Eastern Time on May 1st. Another first. 1st. Yeah. Yay. So we look forward to seeing you guys then. Have a great Lord's Day tomorrow.
0: All right. Yeah. Yeah. Something love else you. you were going to say? Nope. I was going to wave, and then I realized it oh. wasn't time yet.
1: Well, Lynn said she had the clear phone that had all the neon gears in it. Yeah. yeah. Lots of cool stuff. Yep. 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 That's right.
0: Good morning, Steve Hill.
1: Hey, Steven. Good morning. Uh, if you're just now getting on, go back and watch it from the beginning, buddy. It was a good show. We bless you guys. See you later. And uh, we look forward to seeing you on Monday. Bye. That's all. Bye for now.
0: Thanks for tuning into The Good Morning Show with Terry and Melissa. You can catch up on previous episodes, find links to our social pages, and drop us a line at our website, thegoodmorningshow.tv. Thanks for listening.